When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. You're listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast brought to you by Nottinghamshire Live. Hello, welcome to what is a bonus episode of Garibaldi Red as we look forward to the playoff final on Sunday at Wembley against Huddersfield. Delighted to be joined, first of all, by Reds legend Gary Bertels. Hello, Gary. I say, how are you? I know you've been away Good for morning. a week and it's been quite heavy. So how it are you wasn't a on? week. Do you not add it, stop adding days to the time? <laughs> I, was I was away for three days. That was it. I had to come back to work. I had to do a little bit uh, Leicester Southampton on Sunday, so I had to come back early. Well, I'm glad you made it back in one piece. That's good to hear. Good stuff. Thank you so much. <laughs> and our second guest is former Reds manager and player, of course, and Academy Director, uh, Paul Hart. Paul, how are you? Very well, thank you, Matt. And uh, if you go away with Gary, three days can often seem like a week. <laughs> just no need for it, really, is there? Just no need. It's ganging up on me already. He used to kick me, now he's verbally kicking me. <laughs> we'll get into the football we, we spent we spent the first 10 minutes of Monday's show with Prutz and David Johnson talking about shoes and Instagram so we don't want to do that with these chaps we'll get into the football um, uh, we don't want to dwell on the semi-final but there's a bit of footage of you Gary looking pretty emotional giving Dane Murphy a hug after Sheffield United I mean, how was it for you after seeing Forrest toil for so long uh, that's that's the thing. It has been so long, you know. I'm a Forest fan, born and bred Nottingham, and you know you're just desperate to see them get back in the Premier League. They've got to the playoffs before, but they haven't got to, through to the playoff final. And you know to do that, I think it's you know it was one of the biggest games in the club's history. And I think you know obviously Sunday's going to be another one of the biggest games in uh, the club's history. I say it could be possibly bigger than the European Cups because you know getting back in the Premier League is just you know incredibly. You know, rewarding financially, and you know, if, if if everything goes to plan, you know, you can stay in there a few seasons and hopefully progress and build. Yeah, so this game Sunday is just huge. How have the playoffs been for you, Paul? I mean, you've got two uh, clubs of interest because obviously Luton pay the bills and put food on the table for you, but you've got strong loyalties to Forest. How has it the last week or so been for you? Well, we're incredibly. Uh, pleased with uh, with what we've done this year. I mean, you know, this very disappointed not to have progressed because we we thought we should have done. You know, and, and really, we've been fighting with uh, uh, our hands tied behind our backs for the last five or six weeks with goalkeeper injuries and uh, key players missing. But the players, when you re- when you reflect on the season, it's been amazing considering that. I think we're the, probably the second lowest budget in the league, and uh, to I mean, it's unheard of on our budget something like that, seven million to uh, to finish so high. And we've been excellent. The manager, Chris Cohen, uh, staff, you know, have been have had to be tactical and strategic, and and I think they've been, you know. The whole club is uh, 
is proud, although disappointed. And, you know, now we've got to build on it uh, and deliver it again next year, if that's possible. How impressed have you been? Obviously, Nathan Jones won Manager of the Year and a lot of Forest fans said Steve Cooper should have done, which is, you know, a, a moot debate. How impressed have you been with Steve Cooper's work from a, from a managerial point of view, Paul? Well, he's done, he's done very well, you know, to come in after the after the start that Forrest made, you know. Uh, uh, but, you know, I've said before, Steve's, they play the ball forward now. And for the past, I don't know how many years, maybe 10 years, you know, we, we uh, Forrest have dropped off deep and, uh, you know, been quite defensive. Uh, and it's, it's great to see Nottingham Forest playing like supporters and people attached with Nottingham Forest expect them to play. Well, they play like your team plays. Um, what was it? I mean, Paul, what would it mean to you? I don't want to say redemption for 2003 because that's not the right word, but after coming so close with Forest to finally see them get back in the Premier League, touch wood, what, what would that mean to you? I still live in Nottingham. I'm uh, uh, close to it. And like you said right at the uh, at the outset, I, I work for Luton Town and uh, uh, it's a great club. But, uh, but you know, Nottingham Forest are a club uh, affiliated to the Premier League. They should be there. Um, wonderful support. Um, and... You know, and I, I think, I think they can do it. Hmm. No question. What about you, Gary? I mean, you, you've seen Forest up close going to games, struggle for so long. I mean, a lot of the years they've been out of the Premier League, they've been pretty average at best, sometimes terrible. If if they do win on Sunday, what would it mean to you personally? Um, it'll maybe take the pressure off our lot a little bit because we get a lot of play for. <laughs> You know what we achieved all those years ago, and it's it's not about us. It's about this current team, this current manager, this current football club. What what Steve Cooper, everybody at the club have done is put big smiles on people's faces in Nottingham. You know, you you go around everywhere. I ask in bars and things. You know, what's the change been? They they said it's been an absolute unbelievable change from you know the the start of the season when we had one point when Steve came in, and it's uh, you, you just watch the players now. He's released the shackles. You know, I said this before. People say, well, you know, what, it's the same, some of the same players. You know, what's the difference? And it's just saying the, the thing about Brian Clough, you know, I'm not bothered what you can't do. I'm just bothered what you can do. And, you know, the players seem to do that. They, they go out there with that confidence and that uh, ability to, you know, do the right things and not worry about making mistakes. I think that's, that's one of the hardest things in football, you not, not to worry about making mistakes. And if you go out with that in your mind, you know, like Jed Spence will be told to get forward because... You know, he causes havoc at times and somebody behind will look after the, you know, that space and he's he's able to go and do that with confidence. And, uh, you know, I've watched training a few times when Steve's been taking it and it's really impressive to watch, you know, totally different to when we played. Um, you know, obviously the pitches are better, but, uh, you know, the, the method and the way he goes around it and, you know, takes over the whole, you know, sessions. It's it's impressive to watch, and uh, you feel a little bit privileged to be able to see how he has actually done it, and the the pleasure the players getting out, getting out of it, even you know on the training pitch. Is that a big thing in football now today, Paul? You're still on the training pitch now. I mean, with the younger players at Luton, but players actually have to enjoy training and feel like they're taking something from every session. It can't just be run, 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 can it? In our day, Saturday was the focal point, and. Um... 
meant uh, our mentality was to be ready for for the game on Saturday, and uh, sometimes you didn't get uh, you know uh, the detail of, that now appears in training. We probably didn't get uh, arguably. Uh, uh, you, you can argue both points because uh, you, when you have to take care of yourself, you you start thinking a little bit more about the game. They need to uh, enjoy training nowadays, and uh, uh, but I'm 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 more now. Uh, I'm not a session coach. I'm I'm more of a uh, a strategic coach. I'm uh, I do the shapes and. Uh, and the detail of the defending, attacking, and the principles that uh, have lasted. The uh, I used to hate uh, that, Artie. I used to hate that. What's that? Shape, shape, and everything it used to drive me nuts. Oh, most things did. Fergie. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and, and by the way, I would never have wanted to manage you. Why? Because of that. Because it's not natural. It's not natural. It only happened at the back you. end of my career. No. Listen, ordinary mortals like me, you know, needed all the help they could get, <laughs> right? But you could turn up Saturday having, you know, three weeks off, uh, you know, and, and, and you were. You were uh, an absolutely fantastic player with great knowledge of the game. You know, I know you undersell yourself a little bit, but you, you, you've got great knowledge and... Uh, uh, it's a little bit different these days. Mm. It has to be, doesn't it? Yeah. I suppose is that one of the the, the you know the great points about Steve. I mean, Gary, we hear you've seen training, and we, we hear John O on Monday was saying about how the the detail they went into with the penalties, not just terms of taking them, but how Forrest were going to stand the uh, Brees's notes on the everything. I mean, uh, on where they take them. Everything Forrest have done, you know, there's no no stone left unturned under Steve Cooper, is there this season, Gary? It doesn't appear so, no. And the players, I think, you know, have responded to that, you know, unbelievably well. Before, I think you, you could probably get four or five who aren't too pleased with it. You know, they're not happy with, you know, what, what's going on on the training pitch. But this group of players have just taken everything on board that he wants them to do. And I think it's just the manner, you know, he goes around things with Stephen Reed and Alan Tate. You know, you, you just watch everything that they do very closely and you can't be you know, more than impressed with uh, the, the way it goes. It's, you know, it's a team effort. Um, you know, Steve will tell you that, but, you know, he's the focal point. He is the one who, you know, sets it all up and, you know, takes it. But the, the other lads are so important as well. And, you know, Steve would tell you that. And I, I just watch, you know, what the players are doing and how much they're enjoying it. And it, it's good to see that because sometimes, you know, you went into training, it could be a chore. Um, I mean, I, I was with the England squad and Don Howe, you know, great reputation, but he just bamboozled me with, you know, what he was doing on the on the training pitch compared with what we did at Forest. And I'm thinking, what is going on here? You know, he's trying to compl- you know, he's trying to compliment, uh, complicate things too much. You know, football's an easy game if you do it the right way and you know I was just absolutely bamboozled I couldn't get the grips with it one little bit and yeah you, you, it puts you off a little bit and uh, I couldn't wait to get back to Forest to you know get back to normality um, Let's talk about Huddersfield oh, we've spoken so much about Forest, but not so much about Huddersfield I assume Paul you watched the semi-finals against Luton and you've seen a fair bit of them I mean what kind of challenge are they going to provide Forest on, on Sunday? 
we we have a great uh, friend of our club uh, who uh, now plays for Huddersfield Town, uh, Matty Pearson, and uh, so I, I want to appear respectful, but we should have won. Uh, we should, you know, we should have won the game. We had uh, created numerous chances, and um, we should have won both games. Uh, I honestly think that uh, Nottingham Forest will win, and um, uh, uh, and the only thing that can stand in the way is if if uh, they're a little bit fragile mentally, uh, nerves and things like that. But so I can't see anything other than a Nottingham Forest win. Huddersfield have done fantastically well, uh, a little bit like Nottingham Forest. They've come; uh, nobody expected them to be. Uh, Around there uh, at the start, but they've uh, they've dug in, and um, uh, I'm not saying it's going to be a walkover by any means. But I, if ever all things are equal, I can't see Nottingham Forest losing. So, how do you, if you were in the manager's chair, in uh, you know just before kick off at Wembley, Paul? I mean, what's what's the right message in your opinion to send to players to to get a performance out of them and make sure that nerves don't take over? What will Steve be saying potentially? Well, I, I think he uh, he'll be wrestling with uh, getting too excited. Uh, not him, but getting the players up too much and uh, just getting the balance in the dressing room. But the uh, I would uh, I would be saying, you know, you got to get at these and uh, and don't let them off the hook right from minute one. You've played in massive games. Well, both of you played in massive games, but you played in European finals, Gary. You've played in major tournaments for or a major tournament for England. <clears throat> how much of it's mental, uh, and how much of it is like just the physical condition you're in in terms of how you perform? Is it more in the head than by that stage to to deliver a performance? I think it can be. Yeah, I mean the the second European Cup final. I mean, I think that was my 137th game in two seasons, so I was absolutely exhausted. And mentally, you've just got to try and get yourself through it. And uh, that, that's all you can do. The worst thing about games like that is the build-up. You know, I hated the build-up to it. I just couldn't wait to get out there. You know, the nerves are jangling. You, know, you just want to get that, you know, get out that dressing room door, get on the pitch, warm up and hear that whistle blow to, to kick the game off. And that's that's exactly the same today. The players will be exactly the same on Sunday afternoon. Can't wait to get out on the pitch. And, you just don't want to leave anything, you know, in the dressing room. And, you know, Steve, I don't think Steve's team talk will be particularly long or particularly um, difficult because they know what is expected of them. You know, they, they, they're given the opportunity to go out there and express themselves. That's what he's done, Steve, with that, that squad. You know, when, when he first came in, you didn't know whether, you know, the next point was coming from. And as soon as he came in within weeks, you saw a massive change in in the attitude and the, you know, the desire of the players, and uh, it, it it was like the shackles had just been snipped off, and uh, you know the the you know they couldn't wait to run free and express themselves, and you know when you've got that in your head, a manager tells you to go out and do that as a player, you can't you can't think of anything better, you know, just to say right, go and express yourself, just go and do what you do best, and I think that's what he does. Uh, well, Brennan's very young, but I think he's the only one who's played at Wembley for Forest. I don't know if anyone else would have done, but they played these big games against Liverpool, Arsenal, uh, Leicester City. Does that stand them in good stead, Paul? That they've 
been on the national stage already. That that must is that an advantage? Do you think? Um, sometimes it can be. Um, there's a lot riding on this game, uh, which gives it an extra edge. I feel, um, but <clears throat> uh, you know, we 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 come into football uh, to play to try and do the best we can and play at the highest level. So I've always looked at it um, that, you know, this is what we want. 90,000, whatever, uh, 120,000 uh, in the new camp. That, that's, what, that's what the game's all about, you know, as a, for a professional, in, in, in my view, that this is what you, uh, you wanted as a kid. And uh, so big crowds are great. Uh, they, I've, I've got to be honest, they, they never, it never really bothered me in terms of the crowd and, uh, and what was there. It was just, um, this is what you live for. This is what you signed up for when you were 16, 17 or whatever. So I, I don't hold with, with that sort of stuff. And you have to, also, you have to put away uh, at the back of your head what's in the papers and all that sort of stuff. It's got to be totally focused and uh, and there to be. I can't say enjoy because, you know, you only enjoy it when you've won, you know, but you're, it's there as the challenge and you've got to accept the challenge. It's interesting what Paul says there, Gary, because you've often said on here you, when you were playing, you didn't hear the crowd. But then that crowd in the semi-final, I've not heard it like that at the City ground, when they went 2-0 down on the night. It was so loud. I mean, can the crowd at Wembley make a difference? Because there's going to be more Forest fans than Huddersfield fans. Is that going to be any kind of factor, Gary? It depends on the individual. Um, you know, I, I just went out there with one focus in my mind, you know, just to blot everything else out and do, you know, what I had to do is, is that, because that was my job. Yes, you heard the noise, but it was just a buzz in the background. It was, you know, you didn't hear anything else. You know, they chanted your name, but you didn't really, you know, you didn't hear, hear that when you were, you were playing. You just concentrated on what you've got to do. I think you compare, you, you were comparing the three FA Cup games, you know, the Leicester, Arsenal, Liverpool games. They were all at the city ground. We're talking about Wembley, you know, the national stadium. And that in itself can frighten players a little bit. You know, mentally, it can take the edge off you because it's such a huge occasion at the biggest football ground, you know, in in the country. And the magnitude of what's going to happen, you know, the 150 million going to the Premier League, that's the thing you want taken away from you as a player. You don't want to concentrate on that at all. Um, it's a game of football, 90 minutes, you just want to go out there and, you know, do what you've been doing under Steve Cooper all season. There's no need to change anything because it's been so impressive. You know, you watch the way they play. Um, there's a total belief in what they do out there. They trust each other. And, uh, you know, it's been a joy to watch. And I just hope on Sunday they can put on a show. And I'd take a 1-0 now. You know, I would take a 1-0 without a doubt. I suppose um, in most people's minds, the Forest team picks itself apart from up front. Now Keenan Davis is fit again. Um, Sam Sorridge has done really well, but we saw the difference Keenan made when he came on, certainly in the second leg. From a striker's point of view, Gary, would you have a preference on who starts at Wembley or not? Uh, Sam Surridge for me. Uh, I think he's, you know, he's. I, I'm a big Keenum fan because when he came in, his fitness levels, you know, you could see weren't 100%, but he got better with every game. But I think what, you know, Surridge does, he gives you so many different options. He's, he's such a workaholic. His movement's excellent outside the box. 
and his movement inside the box is good, although minimal. And that's what good strikers do. They don't have to be sort of expansive in the box with the movement. It's just half a yard just to unsettle the defender. Harty will tell you that. It, you know, nothing worse than somebody who does that to you as a centre-half in a box. You know, a striker who's on the move all the time. And some of the finishes we've seen from him this season have been outstanding. You know, that, that would have been acceptable at the top level without a doubt. Uh, it's his composure when he gets in the right areas that's good. And I think, you know, he'll create things as well because of what he does. And, um, you know, if he gets the right service, then, you know, he'll score goals for you because he, he relaxes when that ball comes to him. He doesn't panic. He doesn't try and hit it too hard. And I, I just love watching what he does because when he's out there, he's the one I'm watching. You know, I'm watching for his movements. I'm watching what he does when somebody's in possession in midfield. Does he come to the ball? Yes, he does. Does he go the other way? Yes, he does. Is he good in the air? Yeah, he wins his fair share in the air. And can he finish? My word, can he finish? Yeah. So I think he deserves to be leading the team up front. And we all know that Keenan coming on could cause absolute havoc. That's interesting. I think I'd probably go the other way. But um, what about you? That's why you're a journalist. Well, it is, yeah. No, it is, yeah. I mean, what about you, Paul? Well, Paul might disagree with you, Gary. Who, Who would worry you? Well, I'm not a journalist, uh, but uh, thank God. Uh, uh, but I think Surridge has done very well. Uh, but I, I, it's something that we used to do, not or the manager used to. You know, I think I think Davis is a better player, better player, and is capable of. Uh, with the greatest respect to Huddersfield, I think uh, they can be opened up. Uh, Davis is different. Uh, and he gives you that little bit of extra stuff. I think that Gary was talking about, and um, I think I go with I go with Davis. Uh, always return to your best team. Uh, I think that I think he's probably in it. But if Surridge plays, he can cause he can cause them problem. I think uh, that that is where they are vulnerable. Uh, uh, they're not great defending. Um, one-on-ones, not particularly quick. Um, I just think they, uh, Davis would give us give uh, Nottingham Forest uh, that extra bit of uh, something different. I think Surridge's move- movement's better. I think he's more mobile, and I think that's what all you know Ted defences apart a little bit is his movement. You know, he'll he'll go down the yeah. channels and he'll do it with pace. He'll do it with intelligence, and I just think no, I, that that's I, key. I, I, I agree with your your uh, with your statement on that uh, that he you know he works hard and and uh, and all that. I just think you know just that little bit of extra stuff around the penalty area, which they will get to. You know, if if they can't manage to keep uh, Brennan and um, the right back, sorry, Spence, yeah, Spence, uh, yeah, in if they can't keep the hold of those. They've they've got a they've got a real chance of uh, opening them up, and I just think Davis has uh, got that little bit of just something extra to uh, to add to it. The good thing is they're different strikers, isn't it? And if you do need something, you, they're not like for like coming off the bench. If you're one nil down after sixty minutes, you're not throwing on another big powerful striker in, in Surridge. If it does go that way, that's got to be a big plus for Steve Cooper. Isn't it? Well, I think he's got the the benefit of you know swapping either one and changing it up because of the way they play or he can go you know two up front you know if, if need be and I think you know that's a possibility as well and 
that combination would cause absolute havoc, you know, the pair of them, because they are so different. And Surridge would play off uh, Keenan Davis because he's good in the air. He holds it up well. And, uh, yeah, I, I just think there's the, the options he's got in that respect are, are pretty good. But it's just good to see Keenan uh, back. But I think maybe Surridge will get the nod because maybe Keenan's fitness levels aren't maybe... 100% and it's Wembley remember we all know they always say how sapping Wembley can be but uh, I never got that myself but the football pitch for goodness sake it's, it was like any other but um, yeah it, it'd be interesting but I'd still start with Surridge I think he deserves it I think uh, because of his finishing uh, the different goals he scores as well you know he's he, he can score outside the box he scores with his head he'll get tap-ins and I think that speaks volumes for any striker he's not predictable you know, and when you've got unpredictability against, you know, as a, as a defender, defe- defenders hate unpredictability. Uh, Paul will tell you that without a doubt. And he has got that in abundance. And, um, you know, I, I just think his confidence levels are so high at the moment that he's, he's got to start for me. Well, I think I think probably Archie Gemmell deserved to play in the European Cup final and, and got lumped. But it's... Uh, That's a good way of putting it. I think... Got lumped. You know... <laughs> It's, it's brutal, isn't it? The game is brutal. and uh, yeah. uh, But either way, either way, I think they've got enough uh, to cause some damage. Yeah, the last player I wanted to ask you about, Paul, you, you talk about pace. I mean, is it, are Brennan and Jed Spence the key then, especially Brennan Johnson? Is he the key for Forrest? If they get him on the into the game, does that give Forrest a massive chance to win? Yeah, definitely. I, I, we did a... Uh, when, we, when we beat Forrest at... Um, at home, not so long ago, um, we saw them as the key to uh, uh, to Forest play. Uh, I thought we did uh, a good job that day, but uh, they're they're very good players, and they've uh, and certainly Brennan has uh, has been on in tremendous. I think the thing is, if you if you close, you know, try and close Brennan Johnson and Jed Spence down. Uh, then you've got to be worried about uh, Zinkanago, you've got to be worried about um, Garner, you've got to be worried about Colback on the other side, who's been, I think, magnificent Colback. You know, he's, he's been different class for me since he's been put there. He never moans about it, gets on with it. The one worry for me on the day is the referee. Yes. Uh, I referee, I, I did the Leicester Southampton game last weekend and he refereed that and it wasn't particularly good. It was supposed to be his last game, but the, the, apparently they've given him the final, playoff final, as a, you know, as a present sort of thing, you know, to see to see his, his career out, and that that's that, that the ref. I tell you what, the standard of referee in this season, at every level, I think, has been an absolute disgrace at times. It's just staggering, and VAR sometimes you wonder who's you know at Stockley Park watching, uh, you know, the games and how they come up with these decisions because you know as players. I'm sitting there thinking, well, hold on. If that's outside the box, the referee will give a foul. But because it's in the box, is there a different rule for this? And it's just been so evident. You know, as I speak to, um, you know, people within football and, you know, they're saying exactly the same. The standard refereeing just isn't up to it at the moment. And they should all go on a refresher course, you know, because it's a massive part of the game. And, you know, Forrest lost out maybe at Bournemouth to that poor linesman decision given offside, clearly wasn't offside, would have been a penalty, and we lost the game 1-0. That was at 0-0. You know, it's things like that that can change football clubs' uh, whole, you know, uh, history sort of thing in a way. 
because if Forest go automatic, we're not talking about this now. You know, we're, we're cel- we've been celebrating, we're happy, and you don't want to be get knocked out on a decision that you you can't affect. So the referee has got to be better. Yeah, I mean, I, I agree with Gary. It feels like this season it's been particularly poor. I don't want to put you too much on the spot, Paul, but you're, you've been in the dugout for a lot of games. Has, has it felt like there's been a real drop in standards of refereeing this season or not? I always start the game thinking that the referee is not very good. And so I never get disappointed. And I try and eliminate the referee from everything. We, we've been done. Gary and I have been done uh, at Anderlecht. Uh, we've all seen poor refereeing in our, when we've played and and stuff like that. We can't change the minds. They don't, I've, I've never seen a referee go back on a decision. Paul's already said he thinks Forrest are going to win. What do you think, Gary? Of course I think they're going to win. Um, I, I, I can't see any other results. I mean, it's 50-50, people keep saying. And everybody's saying Forrest are favourites and they deserve to be favourites because of, you know, what they've done since Steve came in. But it's a one-off game. You know, we all know on a one-off game, anything could happen. But I just think with Forrest's pace and power, you know, and I think we've got three of the best centre-halves in the championship, uh, probably one of the best keepers in the championship. Um, you know, I, I just think it's it's there for us. And if if we don't take it, then... Uh, you know, it's it, it'll be down to the players. You know, Steve, once he puts them out on that football pitch, like any other, you know, Brian Clough used to say, once once you cross that white line, it's down to you. I can't do anything. I can't affect the game. And that's how it has always been. And, uh, you know, I, I just think the players, it, it's, it's about confidence. It's about not feeling the pressure. Uh, I think the, one, the team who don't feel the pressure will win the game. And um, I'm just hoping and praying that it's going to be Forrest as we all are as we all are uh, we'll leave it there thanks to everyone who's watched along and dropped comments in as we go live uh, certainly appreciate that um, if you missed the episode early in the week with Prutz and Jono do give that a listen because it was really interesting lots of insight from Jono on uh, what's happening in the camp uh, thanks to Gary and Paul and we shall be back next week with a couple more episodes hopefully to discuss Forrest being in the Premier League and we shall see everyone soon Thank you for listening to Garibaldi Red, a Nottingham Forest podcast. If you enjoyed today's episode, then please let us know. We love hearing your feedback. We'll be back soon with another episode. Thanks for listening. Yeah.